guys, I worked really hard on this. I had this done like two weeks ago. <laughs> and we yeah, appreciate we that enthusiasm. <laughs> I had this done like two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I did it yesterday. I watched a movie last night. I watched I'm it this afternoon. Have to watch it. <laughs> Good job. It. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, there. I've already seen it like five times. That's why. I love it. Um, I think I have also seen it like a bunch of times, and I just never remembered any of this stuff. I have no <sighs> idea what I was doing while I was watching it every single time. But I've only seen it twice. It's just a long movie, to be honest. It is. It's almost. It's like two hours and forty minutes, but it's so. Yeah so stylish and like right? it makes the 60s look so sexy it's like all the bright colors and everyone's just smiling and looking good and fun outfits and shit like nothing like how it was <laughs> well no. i mean maybe parts of how it was but just, i'm kidding it, it's like i mean happy, it's like happy mad men like all the style of mad men without the alcoholism without like yeah. any drinking really yeah, I mean, he does a, he dummies a couple bottles of champagne and stuff once in a yeah, while. Yeah, but that's because like, he's like what, like seventeen or something. He's yeah. 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 Anyway, I think that's enough up top, and uh, we should probably get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cinema Swap, the podcast where we take a look at older movies and think, if they were made today, who would be cast as the main characters? I'm your host, Chris, here with my other two hosts, friends, and life companions, Sam. That's not a legally binding term. (laughs) (laughs) And Forrester, who apparently is a lawyer now. (laughs) You know, pre-law, whatever. (laughs) It's okay. Sam was uh, distracted today. He has a, a little guest with him in his part of the studio, his dog, Murphy. Murphy, say hi. All right. He's got a big bone in his mouth, so he can't do that. Um, we are also today with, and you might have heard her up top, uh, our very first guest ever, my sister, Olivia. Just just happy to be a part of the, uh, the trend, you know? It's going to be mm. huge. Lucky to be magic. Lucky to be here, I'm honored. Oh, you know what? No, I, you know, I, I reached out to you a little while ago because I know you're a big movie head as well. Yeah, nepotism. I'm not even getting paid for this. Well, Forrester, I reached out to your brother. Forrester, I reached out to your brother, and he said he had he didn't want anything to do with you. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I or mean, anything you're involved in. You know, you burn down a few houses, and suddenly you're labeled the black sheep of the family. A few <laughs> houses. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I, so I asked Olivia a couple weeks ago uh, what a couple of her favorite movies are and what would be a fun one to do for the show. And Olivia, tell us what movie we're taking a look at tonight to recast. Went through a bunch of movies because um, I've seen so many, but tonight we're going to be covering Catch Me If You Can. Honestly, that's a great choice. I've seen the movie twice now. I really like it. Sam, how many times have you seen this? I think this is either the, the third or the fourth time. Oh, pretty good. Forrester, how about you, buddy? Um, okay, I'm going to say this is probably the only second time, like, all the way through, but, like, five or six times up until, like, maybe 30 minutes from the end, because it, it's a long movie. <laughs> it, is, it is a pretty long movie, like we were just I, saying. Yeah, it's tough, all right? I don't have the attention span for this. <laughs> but you were saying you had a, you had a couple of fun facts to lay on us. <laughs> well, not even fun facts, just, like, things oh, that I noticed. Bad, sad that I was facts. Like, That's a like, weird 
thing and they just like fly by it and while you're while you're watching it unless you've like seen it a bunch of times you won't notice these things because you know you're distracted by the plot etc etc those unnecessary Uh, details yeah exactly but there's (laughs) one scene when he first notices like the pilots like leaving the taxi cab there are two pilots and four flight attendants in the back seat of one yellow cab Everyone was a lot smaller back in the day. That's what you remember. Clearly, cars were just massive, of course. They just popped the flight attendants in the trunk. It's like, climb up to the back seat. Yeah, they only hired contortionists for a while from (laughs) 1961 to 1964. Only people that could fit in those uniforms. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Considered carry on, so it was fine. (laughs) (laughs) If your flight attendant was under four foot three, they could be uh, hired as like a minor. <laughs> and then they could put them in the overhead compartments ah, to store them perfect. safely. Yeah. And the other thing I noticed is that they, uh, I think Southern accents are probably the most over, sorry, Southern American accents, not South American accents, but Southern American accents are like <laughs> a most lot of Brazilians in this movie. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Like there's Elizabeth Banks who has like a bit role in this is in yeah. a bank in Miami and she has the most Southern accent ever. And I'm like, that's not even, that's not even close. <laughs> and the second worst laugh in the movie. <laughs> second, wait, what was the first? <laughs> the first laugh is the first flight attendant that oh, Frank uh, Jr. Marcy? hooks up with. Oh. The one who was, like uh, Marcy? she played, I, I forget her name of the character. I can't remember the name. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the character's name was Marcy. It was the, the one that he put the necklace around. Right at the yeah. 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 The one who yeah. plays uh, Meredith Gray in Grey's Anatomy. That's yeah. what I recognized her from. Also, oh, Pompeo. that's what you recognize. Ellen Pompeo. That's who it is. Thank you, Olivia. But what yeah, I'm here for. Terrible laugh. Just, just like a braying donkey. And it, it, like, as soon as like me and my girlfriend were watching it, and as soon as she laughed that one time, we're like, oh, both of us were just, no. Look, <laughs> not all of us have perfect laughs. Okay, I have sounded like a donkey several. Oh, no, but it was just, it was just so <laughs> it noticeable. It took us by surprise. But Elizabeth Banks also had a grating laugh <laughs> yeah and a southern accent in my ass <laughs> maybe she moved maybe she was but just visiting I, I know it was just one of those why would you put you're american just don't don't put a southern accent on yeah you, you can just have, have american just talk. talk normally <laughs> also how many like i've never been to florida but how many people in miami have like a deep southern growl like they're from upstate florida <laughs> exactly. probably about 10 percent Maybe she was a Bayou girl. Uh, hard that's... to say. Hard to pin it. <laughs> I think that's what the movie really should have gone in on was the backstory of her bank teller character. Yeah, exactly. Like, what happened to her after all that? She basically explained everything to him. Yeah. She was Should've like, on a forged Aiding and abetting a, a fugitive. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, funny little things that I noticed. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> One thing I noticed that was really cool, near the end of the movie, when... Uh, Agent uh, Hanratty's he's giving his uh, briefing to the group, uh, the group of agents at the FBI there. At the mm-hmm. bottom of the chalkboard or the whiteboard, whatever it was, it said Stephen and Tom's fourth project in the like bottom yeah. left-hand corner. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, I never noticed that before, and because it's Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks's fourth thing together, yeah. they had done, you know, I guess Band of Brothers and Saving Private oh, uh, Ryan. Yeah. And I guess one other thing. Forrest Gump? <laughs> was Steven Spielberg know. Forrest Gump? I don't know. I can't remember. No, but I don't, it, I don't think so. there, there, was, there was another. Uh, I was looking at it earlier today and I can't remember what it is. Okay. Uh, but this is also like another, I do have a few fun facts. The listeners can tell us in the comments what uh, the <laughs> first project we're forgetting. 
this this was Tom the Tom Hanks seven movie seventh movie in a row to gross over one hundred million. Wow. You know, if I only had one movie to do that, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah. <laughs> pretty greedy of Tom to go for seven. He doesn't get one percent, you know. He doesn't get the full hundred million. No. <laughs> what? You guys get a good portion of it. It'd be nice yeah. though. Oh, I think it's, uh, his character was also created for the movie because like the movie is based on a true story yeah mm-hmm. well it's based uh, on a book based on a true story exactly um so it's at least yeah. as accurate as uh wolf of wall street yeah and, and i think it's the same person to be honest but only half as sexy <laughs> <laughs> yes only only half as sexy yeah, yeah but uh but yeah mo- like most of the names were kept the same in uh in the book in the movie as in real life and uh, the real Frank Jr. actually has a cameo in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Does, yeah. I didn't see him the second time around, but I remember seeing him the first time. I, where was he, Sam? So he, uh, he's one of the French policemen to arrest Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, when he's at the, uh, the Czech printing facility in... Uh, in Mont Richard. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Dick Mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Dick Mountain, France. Yes, Forrester is uh, yeah. astute in observation as ever. Okay. If we're if we're doing fun facts too, everyone listening at home, please look up the real Frank Abagnale Jr. Uh, because he, he when we first saw Leo thought he wasn't suave or handsome enough to play him. Yeah. Of course he would think that too. No, but you should <laughs> So you, you should look at pictures from him from the from the sixties and seventies. Eh, I don't think he, he was looked, that handsome or something. He looked kinda like um a guy. Oh god, what's his name? He looks the guy, the guy average. Who, the yeah. guy who played the uh the I oh my god. Made the main guy off Peaky Blinders, whatever Shelly. He's not as good looking he as is nowhere near as good as uh like I don't know. Yeah, uh, Olivia's showing us some pictures on her phone there for everybody. I, I, it's like, you know, he looks like an average looking dude. I mean, not that... He, he does today look kind of like Chevy Chase. Well, yeah, old white guys. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's like, it's perfect because just that thought, and I'm like, you probably only got away with like half the stuff you got away with because you just look like a dude. Like, oh, just a it. white you dude, an like average white dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So no one would suspect you because there's like, this guy's not up to anything. He's not doing anything. <laughs> well, you're forgettable if you just look like an absolutely average person. Yeah. Like, he was, if he's not the most handsome guy in the room or the ugliest guy in the room, no one's going to remember he's there. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, movies make everyone more handsome. So, Unlike yeah, us, cool. where two of us are the handsomest guy in the room and one of us is the ugliest. <laughs> oh, no. And we won't be saying who is who. But there is a reason my camera is off. Yeah, Forrester (laughs) doesn't have his camera on, so I think... uh, (laughs) No, you're you're a handsome young man, Forrester. Oh, thank you. I I do my (laughs) best-ish. You do your middlest. (laughs) Yeah, you're darn right, I... Maybe. (laughs) So, real quick, we'll uh, get into the cast of the original movie. And we decided to stick with... Because there are now four of us in this episode... And things tend to go a little long when there's just three of us. We decided to do a, a smaller recasting today. So we're taking a look at the four, what we thought were like kind of the mainest main characters. Frank Abagnale Jr., played by Leonardo DiCaprio. 
Carl Handratty, played by Tom Hanks. Frank Abagnale Sr., played by Christopher Walken. And then Brenda Strong, played by Amy Adams. Um, yeah, we find like these people had, I guess, the, m- most of the screen time. While there was a lot of like very interesting like bit parts by like now famous actors in the movie, I think it would have gone way too much effort into trying to find like eight people in this movie to recast yeah. that were important enough to the story. It's kind of like. Even... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. You're the guest. Oh, stop. No, I was just going to say, like, you don't know enough about those characters past these four people that you could even, like, accurately recast someone to play that personality because we have no information on them. Yeah, like, they're not on the screen for more than a single scene sometimes, even though it's like, oh, that's, like, so-and-so. Oh, that's, like, a fun character. But, you know, there's only really, there's only this handful of real central characters in in the movie. So, and it's mostly just, like, the two main guys, but you know, it's enough for Frank senior and Brenda that we could definitely get them in this. And they're also just like great actors. So figured we'd include them. Yeah, man. It, it took me some effort to think of my recasting for this. This was a, oh. like almost half the movie before I even wrote a, a single name down. I was just trying really hard not to go with like the cliche choices. Because mm-hmm. there's at least one where I was like, oh, I think everyone's going to choose that. So if they choose it, I need to choose something else. Oh, I'm I, interested. What is that? Now I'm curious. Well, well you'll find it. out, all right? Yeah. Hold on yeah. to your drawers, I, all right? Hey, I, I, don't I, talk I, about I my drawers, it. man. <laughs> yeah, it's my sister's drawers you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I felt the same for me. Uh, Frank Jr. was the hardest cast. Oh, yeah. Oh. It was tough. Because, I went between a couple. Yeah. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio does such a good job in this movie as he does in like every single movie he's in, obviously. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of who is like an actor who you could see is playing a younger guy who's playing an older guy. Yeah. That, that's that doesn't it. look it's... like, like you wouldn't be casting someone like Ryan Reynolds for this. Cause he's like <laughs> clearly well over 30 years old. <laughs> And nobody would ever think at him Let as him a high school. around on his knees. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I'm sure he would. He would absolutely smash the role. <laughs> yeah, he'd be great. He'd be so charming and shit. But like, I would watch it. <laughs> he's he's got, I think, two kids and graying hair to the side of his head. Three. Olivia says <laughs> three kids. Just imagine that scene. Me, that scene where the bully, like his first day of school, and the bully like pushes him. He just goes to push Ryan Reynolds. He's like a foot shorter than him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that boy would definitely have some balls on him if he did that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, this was probably the was toughest tough. one. And the one where, when I tell you guys my picks, I'm going to have to like, I, I'm, I'm confident in them, but I feel like you're going to have to help me describe why they're so good. Cause it was so hard to think of who could do as good of a job as Leo DiCaprio and Christopher Walken and you know Tom okay. Hanks like fuck like I get it like I gotta be honest like like for me like the two toughest I mean really the only tough one to cast is Frank Jr. Uh, because like in in what we're coming up with they don't need to live up to Tom Hanks so they would be nice if they did Thankfully. Um, and I feel like my actor didn't I didn't think it was that hard to come up with him but uh I always have a hard time finding young actors, especially young actors who 
like Leo had to play somebody who was 17 playing somebody who was 28, even though he was 28. So he has to be passable as his age, but also yeah. passable as a high school student. Also the thing too is like, there are plenty of really great young actors out there, like in their early to mid twenties, but I don't really know any of them enough Mm-hmm. to make an entertaining case why they should be in the movie. I had to open up IMDb and like search yeah. like top 50 young actors. Yeah. Well, we never have to do that. We're no, we, just... We, we just know. Yeah. Of our... I, I, had a, I had a good feeling from the start. Like I think I kind of just went gut instinct on all of my choices. So it was like just I just pulled trig and I was like this is who I'm going with. Here's why kind of thing. But I did open it up like just in case I was like let's just take a peek at who else is out there. <laughs> when I came to my choices i'm like okay i'm sticking with these people but it took me it took me most of the movie to even like get them down now we've spent a little bit talking about this here i think that you know no point beating around the bush oh actually there is one more thing to beat around the bush i thought i, I remembered i have a very funny story so no, a little no. bit more fat to chew i yeah a little bit more fat to chew good one for us there um i was watching the movie last night with my girlfriend and she's like, Oh, you know who should pick for uh, the dad for Frank senior. She's like that guy from CSI. Uh, he's got like white hair and we couldn't remember. She couldn't think of his name. I've never seen CSI. So I Googled CSI and the first thing that came up was CSI New York. And having never seen the show, I thought that was the original one. And I'm like, Oh, do you mean this guy is like Gary Sinise? And she's like, no, not him. And I'm like, did you maybe mean like, and she's like, maybe it's Law and Order. So I go on Law and Order and look at some of these guys. Like any of these guys, she goes, no, not them. And then I look up NCIS. Maybe she's just getting yes. the letters mixed up. None of the guys <laughs> on NCIS. And then she's like, oh, maybe it was like The Good Life. So I search up The Good Life, which is an old <laughs> British show from like the fucking 70s. I'm like, like that's definitely not it. Where is Holly like, getting her info? <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then she's like, oh, it's The Good Place. I'm like, oh, oh, Ted Danson. Oh, She thought Ted Danson would be good. And I don't necessarily disagree. But, you know, what's funny is like, we had a good laugh because it, it, it took us so many steps to get to Ted Danson, who was actually in the original <laughs> CSI, which I didn't Google search. I searched up the other oh. one by accident. So I could have found the answer right away. But, I yeah, I didn't choose it. Ted Danson because I'm like, ah, like I <laughs> get it. But, again, like I don't, I don't know enough about Ted Danson to say why he'd be a great pick for the role any more than like, I know he's a good actor. So I didn't choose him. But Mark Harmon from NCIS wouldn't have been bad either. <laughs> yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not bad, but I don't know those shows and I don't, I haven't really seen them mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's like, I'm not going to spend five minutes telling you to be we great for a role. just lost like 90% of our viewers or listeners with that <laughs> one comment. Or just like you anything. You don't watch NCIS. <laughs> I'm a big jag guy. That's what it is, Forrester. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. <laughs> me, me and all the seniors down at the home. <laughs> yeah, anyone, I mean, listening, Chris is like an octogenarian. I am 87. Right? Yeah, so almost yeah. Uh, whatever 90 genarian is. Olivia is a much, 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 much younger sister. Yes. Physically, yeah. though, I feel 85 every day. Like, <laughs> my back never stops hurting. Well, you gotta stop doing all those like cocaine and <laughs> all those cocaine. It's all actually cocaine. um, it's actually the rheumatoid arthritis, my chronic disability. But I appreciate your jokes. <laughs> yeah, Forrester. Way to be <laughs> oh, so then you should be taking cocaine. I heard that helps. <laughs> 
You got ghosts in your blood. Do cocaine about it. <laughs> Come on. I mean. um, all right. So <laughs> Fat without, <has> food. <laughs> without, oh, you know what? One more further ado. Oh my God. I thought I was There's else. so many ados. I'm so sorry, but it's important. I want to say before we get yeah. into this, Frank Jr. Mm-hmm. in the movie, in the story is 17 years old, but hooks up with so many ladies who are yeah. adults. Oh, no. Yeah. Right? Oh, no. And it's never addressed how, like, oh, no. for most of this movie, he's like, what? like, I'm sure he turns 18 at some point, but for most of this movie, he is a minor. It's, and is it's having, the 60s. What are you going to do? Yeah, I guess that's what they thought in the <laughs> 60s, too. And, but uh, <laughs> it's just like, if you think about it for a split second, like, yikes, that's awkward for all those adult women who had sex with a minor. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. If you think about it, it's like, yikes. Way to put a damper on and it. And you know what? The movie <laughs> didn't think about it, and we shouldn't much longer either. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut this all out. <laughs> no, we won't. No, we won't, because the listeners have to know they're witnessing a crime. But I mean, multiple crimes. Everyone in this movie is committing crimes. Yeah, it's, it is. A, it that's, is a, that's the point of the movie, I think, is that there's crimes. Yeah, there are no heroes. That's the lesson we really learn. <laughs> I learned to use better quality stickers on my airplane models. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so without actual further ado, let's get into the reason that we're here, the reason that the listeners are waiting with their hands just hovered above the unsubscribe button I don't know because of the amount of time we've been wasting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into our recasting. So we're going to go uh, Frank Sr., then Brenda, then Carl, then Frank Jr. Does that work for you guys? Frank Sr., Brenda, Carl Jr.? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Carl Jr. Isn't that a NASCAR? Never mind. Carl's, <laughs> Carl's Jr. is a burger place in yes, the U.S. Like a burger chain. Isn't there a NASCAR guy Carl Jr.? Like, there there like probably a- is one. <laughs> Although I don't think he ri- like drives the Carl Jr. car, which is crazier. It's almost a crime. Yeah. Like so everything in this movie. <laughs> Sorry. We said enough ados, and I am doing it. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh... I'll get things, I'll get this ball rolling, as it were. Uh, for Frank Sr., I chose Michael Keaton. Ooh, okay. Okay. Running off of oh. his, his Spider-Man role. As like a yeah, like, head. I kind of, yeah, because in, in, in Spider-Man Homecoming, he is a dad, he plays a dad character, and he is like, you know, I'm picturing this movie for him to not be a, you know, supervillain, ideally. Um, ideally, although it does make it more interesting. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. If he was the vulture as well as being <laughs> his dad, Frank Abagnale Senior. Um, but no, I mean, I think Michael Keaton could play this like this guy who is a veteran, um, who's got this sort of like sadness behind the behind the mask he portrays all the time. You know, like Frank Senior is like he's always seems so sure and confident in front of his son. And shows him his like kind of first few con moves, and like he's he's smooth in his own right, like not to the same level that Frank Jr. is, but I think Michael Keaton could pull that off pretty well. Well, also you know being like gradually losing more and more as the movie goes on. Yeah, real sad. It is really sad, but he could portray the confidence and also the like 
deep sadness at losing his business and losing his home and losing his wife and you know yeah no i i, I could i can see that i think that he's he'd be a little gruff but i mm-hmm. think that that could You're lend itself life. well to the role no for sure like christopher was- walken has an incredibly unique yeah accent that you could tell me he's from anywhere in the world I'm like oh that makes sense that's what he sounds like he's from like i think i'm pretty sure he's american but he's got a weird ass voice, right? And it's awesome. But I think like Michael Keaton's got more of like a like a he's a gruff New York voice. Yeah. As opposed to Christopher yeah. Walken's like vague also New York, I think. <laughs> I guess. It's gotta be somewhere in New York. Like, I think it it's a Transylvanian Deutsch one where it's like a weird <laughs> mix of things. Yeah. I wonder if his whole family talks that way. Oh my god. No problem. Like, hey, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, I'll I'll skip the subtangent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't get I off topic, I guys. I don't. I don't think so. I think Christopher Walken's accent comes from uh, comes from theater. I'm pretty sure he started doing a lot of uh, Shakespearean plays. So it's the same thing as William Shatner, uh, where oh, they yeah. over enunciate mm-hmm. naturally more, and that's and that's what changes their speech their speech pattern. He used you to know. walk in the theater. Theater. That actually sounds accurate. Yeah. Now, Olivia, and he is from New York. Yeah. Oh, okay. There okay. we go. Mystery cool. solved. Sam doing his homework for a second episode in a row, guys. You're going to start a theme here. Uh, I didn't even have to look it up. (laughs) I refuse to look stuff up for this. Walken has also played the lead in Shakespeare plays, Hamlet, Macbeth, Romeo and Juliet, and... uh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? (laughs) He's Juliet! (laughs) (laughs) What a talented man. There's yeah. a massive miscast on that one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, very traditionally Shakespearean, just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, go go back go back to the roots. Yeah. Cast yourself uh, a very the, boy, the boys play women in the Yeah. Men yeah. Play he's, men. A, he's a staunch traditionalist. You yeah. won't allow women in the same stage. Oh, which is bad, which is wrong. We don't agree with that on Cinema Swap. Yeah, oh, wow. Cast whoever you want. That's right, lady. Now, Livia, you're the guest. Give us your pick. Yeah, so this might seem kind of weird, um, but I don't know if you guys, any of you have watched Parks and Recreation, uh, but Henry Winkler plays a doctor and a parent on that show. And I just thought like his character is so like, in a way he's kind of sleazy and like a little bit shady, but also his kids who are like so stupid on the show, (laughs) he like literally like threatens to kill people to protect them and their reputation. So I just thought he has that kind of like, I don't give a shit attitude that Christopher Walken portrayed with his character. And I just figured like, I think he could do it. I think it'd be a little bit different, but I think Henry Winkler could do it. Well, that's that's actually pretty good. See, I mean, Famously, he played Fonzie on Happy Days years yeah. and years and years ago. But he also played the lawyer in Arrested Development, <laughs> who was like sort of a sleazy character, um, a use like a pretty shitty lawyer. Right. Like I feel like he has it in his wheelhouse. Yeah, he could play a guy who doesn't mind lying to a shop clerk and right? like popping a, a necklace out from his sleeve just to like get uh, yeah. get a. Um, a suit. Jesus, forgot the word. I also had a good laugh because the first thing that popped in my head, I was like, okay, but how funny would Danny DeVito be in this role? Like, I don't know <laughs> why I thought that, but I was like, I would just crack up. I-, I think that Danny DeVito would be very funny as uh, Frank Jr.'s dad. Although, like, thinking of him 
knocking on the door of the suit shop and then dropping the necklace out of the sleeve of his shirt. It would scrape the ground when he pulls it out of his pocket. <laughs> I think you dropped this. So did oh, I. Oh, shit. No, I dropped it. My bad. <laughs> Stumble around, pick it up. Oh, yeah, man. it's also weird to imagine him uh, dancing with the mom. Like, just, it's... He'd be, like, on her knees, dancing. Yes. Dane DeVito is lovely. I wouldn't describe him necessarily as charming. <laughs> it's, it's like dancing with a little cousin at a wedding. Oh, God. Danny DeVito's going to sue you for defamation after he hears this. No. (laughs) Although if he hears this, we love you. Please come on the show. (laughs) Um, We will do whatever you want. Anything. (laughs) We'll pay the troll toll. (laughs) You can have this boy's soul. (laughs) Oh, okay, Murphy, that's... I, I can't... Oh, Murphy wants to get in oh, on a pick. Oh, hey. He says right. this podcast is at home. Subscribe. There's a dog in one of these rooms. <laughs> he's he's bigger than Danny DeVito inside. <laughs> now, speaking of Sam contributing, Sam, do you want to give us your pick for Frank Sr.? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Oh, man, that is killer. I, I think so much. Tell, tell us why, buddy. Well, I think that he just has... Sorry, Murphy is right up in my face right here. Hi, Hi. Just, he wants to contribute too. Oh, God. He's got a better pick than Woody uh, Harrelson. Okay, Murphy, you're going to knock my. Most people yeah. would. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. I think that Woody Harrelson would be really good for uh, for Frank Sr. because he. Oh, he's. he's good. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, listeners at home. You can't quite see what we're seeing, but uh, Sam is being accosted by his dog. Sam just got mauled by his dog. Murphy <laughs> yeah. says, I've had enough of this damn podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think Murphy's the right one. <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> so, okay. Sorry, Sam. Uh, Woody Harrelson is Frank Sr. Give us your yeah. why. Uh, because a, Woody Harrelson's pretty good in serious roles, but I think that he would bring like a bit like a bit of like a lighter aspect to it uh but while still being a scumbag he almost would feel like hamish like his hunger games role minus being drunk all the time yeah Yeah. well no i I mean there's no reason he can't be drunk all the time yeah like they never yeah they never specifically say christopher walken isn't drunk so yeah, but I mean, like he—he's smooth. It's not like a like a messy, sloppy drunk. Yeah, that's all. That's, yeah. that's not he's, a he's bad one. Pretty much a scumbag, but like Woody Harrelson can be like he can play that like kind of shifty type without being like a flat out like bad guy or anything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think no, definitely. The issue with him is that he's just not like I don't know. I mean, I'm glad you brought up the Hunger Games because that does feel like a good example of him in a role where you kind of pity him. Mm-hmm. feel bad for him versus like every other movie he's been in even if like things are really going bad for him you don't really feel bad for him like he just seems so upbeat even though he's like suffering <laughs> yeah except you know in seven psychopaths where he plays the the main bad guy well, okay yeah you don't feel bad for him but you also <laughs> like you don't pity him you just kind of go like yeah okay he's still yeah. kind of fun <laughs> he loves his tiny dog <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure, sure. No, that's that's a good pick. I could see yeah. him. Now, do we make him grow hair for the role? 
You make him yeah. grow hair. Hold a gun to his head and be like, grow it! Grow it now! Yeah, well, it out of his skin. It, it, would, it would make him look a, just like a little bit greasier. More like a, a little bit more like a, uh, mm. a used car salesman. Or do you uh, get him a really convincing Christopher Walken in this movie wig? Like just combed, like quaffed oh, hair. He'd look like a bad lounge singer. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but, that's, but that's what he wants. Like, or a good lounge singer? I guess that's I kind of a lot of lounge yeah. singers. It's Woody Harrelson is a triple threat, guys. He's yeah. obviously going to be a good lounge singer. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But you want you want him to be a shitty lounge lounge uh, singer because like Frank Senior is drowning in debt, so he's yeah. not successful. Drowning in milk. Yeah. So, like maybe you put, you put the wig on him, and maybe he's more of like a vacuum salesman, a door to door. Yeah, I can see oh. that. Networks. Drowning in milk, like the mice story. You know, oh, I guess. I was like, yeah, yeah. Chris said that, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Making a reference. I was like, is that a new thing the kids are saying? I don't know. Is that milk? No, it's like, cream, isn't it? Uh, whatever it is. Like Homelander <laughs> from The Boys, he's drowning in milk. <laughs> yeah, we know you just finished watching. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's a good show. Um, anyway, that's that's an awesome pick. Forrester, how about you uh, fill us in on your Frank Sr.? Okay, so I went a uh, different direction with this. I went a little bit less... Uh, I mean, still sort of smooth, but not as smooth as Christopher Walken, and a little bit more kind of blue collar. Uh, I went with Russell Crowe. Oh man, I That's I sweet. think he can pull it off. You can kind of feel bad for him, but he he seems like a little bit more um, stoic, like the kind of guy who wouldn't want any help from anyone, and like including his son being like, "Hey, like I bought you a Cadillac," and he's like, "No, don't do that. Like yeah. I gotta get through this and stuff like That's that." So- that sort of reminds me of his character from The Nice Guys, where he's like sort of a sad sack. Yeah, but um, I mean, it, yeah, in that case, he's like trying to better himself kind of thing. Actually, yeah. in a lot of movies, he's a sad sack that's trying to better himself, now that I think about <laughs> it. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, what's it called? American Gangster, originally, oh, for this, where I was like, he's, yeah, it's a great one. he's a down-on-his-luck dad who's like trying to improve like things, but in that case, you know, he's successful. Sorry, spoilers for everyone who tuned into this podcast yeah. not expecting 2006 american wow like, spoiler <laughs> alert guess i'll never yeah. have to watch the movie that's true but they might have not been expecting that spoiler <laughs> <laughs> i'll put it in the episode notes catch me if you can uh warning spoilers for american gangster <laughs> <laughs> i mean very small anyways i'd like that role but uh kind of in reverse so instead of his life getting better it's getting kind of worse <laughs> Yeah, that's how I mean. That's how it goes in the movie. Yeah, um, and it makes sense for I. I mean, once we get to the kind of our lead pick, yeah, uh, it will make a bit more sense too why I picked him because he he uh, sort of resembles him in a very loose way. Uh, very loose <laughs> they're like, way. They're like cousins. Uncle <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nephew. Could be his long lost like, nephew. <laughs> just get them both to put on a little bit more weight and some scruff, and you're good. That's fine. He's actually adopted. <laughs> oh, anyway, I mean, Russell Crowe does a pretty good American accent as well. So yeah, yeah, I I actually forget now and then that he is like Australian. Australian. Yeah, yeah, but I wonder if that's just because he's been living in like is he living? Yeah, I think he lives in the states. Just yeah. living in California so long. He has a place of... in Australia still. Oh, probably. Darn right. I think that's mandatory if you're Australian. Yeah. If <laughs> he, you ever forget. If you ever forget, you just got to watch that South Park bit. Russell Crowe fighting around the world. Fighting around the world. Tugger! <laughs> <laughs> That's an old one. I don't think our viewers are were alive back then, Chris. 
Yeah. Listeners, <laughs> our listeners were live back then. <laughs> Pre-2005 South Park. <laughs> yeah, we are definitely pandering to 15-year-olds. Oh, never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> Forrester, don't talk about how you pandered to 15-year-olds on the podcast. <laughs> so uh, up next, we have Brenda Strong, who is... I guess there, I mean, there are a few love interests in the movie, but this is the biggest one. Um, Frank Jr.'s Marco, uh, what's her wife, name? Her wife for five, or his wife for five minutes until he jumps out a window. Um, was that the after party? Were they technically not still no, married? No, they were oh, married. They were married. Was it was at their wedding reception. And then the FBI shows up and he grabs a suitcase full of, two suitcases full of cash and jumps out the window. So, but did they ever get divorced? <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think so. so. So then technically they are still married. Maybe they did. I don't know. It doesn't. Oh, I guess it's like, they didn't really estranged. follow up. How does that work? Yeah. If you marry, right. with the, you know what? I'm not going to ask. Her. No, she, oh, no, she, she, she could, she could get it annulled. Like if he, if he ran away and never came back and that was the night, yeah. like, that was the same day they got married. But I was, was thinking crazy. legally, he probably signed under Connors, right? Need to know for a friend. It's urgent. Ask <laughs> <laughs> for a friend. Yeah. I was saying if he didn't consummate the marriage on his wedding night, it's not legal in the eyes of God. Oh, yeah, yeah, that also. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I think if he runs away, um, Tom Hanks's character gets uh, rights of prima nocta. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> if the groom runs away, it's the first person to see her uh, like is not married to her. It's dibs. The dibs <laughs> rule still applied back in the it's 60s. The five second rule. Well, <laughs> well, because they were only married for five seconds. <laughs> They're all here. Yeah. Was the first person to see her after you ran away? Exactly. So, so you're both right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um. Anyway, so you know who can answer this question is my actress who I picked to play her, and I picked Saoirse Ronan, and I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, it's, I think you got it. You nailed it. It's, it's like a whole thing. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> Like she's she's in her she's in her mid twenties, so she's definitely the right age to play the role. Because right. I think that Brenda is a little bit older than Frank Jr. It's not like specified whether she's the same age or oh, God. or what. Yeah, like, that. Uh... Like she's working in a hospital full time, so like she's a candy scraper. But unless she's like a volunteer or something, I figured like she's probably at least like gone through like college or whatever. So I think she's the right age. Anyway, well. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. Yeah, no. Yeah, okay. yeah. We've gone over the problems of this movie when it's like, oh yeah. Also, he's under seventeen for most of it. <laughs> oh, yes. okay. Um, but also your like, protagonist. She she's in a lot of great movies. Like usually a lot of like old timey movies or whatever. But she does do some modern ones as well. She can do a good American accent. But because the character is from Georgia, I bet. Saoirse Ronan would do a wicked like Georgia Georgia accent like she'd do a killer southern accent fucking southern accents plus she does, she does have this look where it's like kind of like the um the wide-eyed the innocent doe-eyed. yeah the doe-eyed thanks Liv that uh, the character has for a lot of the movie and I bet she could pull that up with the braces and everything I bet she'd pull that off great like just the look yeah, I think that's a like that's a really good pick. That was one of like that was my first thought for that character. And I end up I end up going with someone else, but mostly because I felt like uh, Saoirse was like too good of an actress, too fancy. For this movie. Sorry, I'm still trying to place where she's from. Little uh, Women, Lady Bird. Bird. Okay, yeah, yeah. Most famously, those Fox. two. I think, yeah, that one. Cool. 
Yeah. Okay, was she, in, was she in the Grand Budapest Hotel? She no. was, right? No. She was the girl with the uh, the the dark patches on her face. I am I am checking out her. I haven't uh, seen that movie in like five years. Her, uh, <laughs> it's way above my pay grade. <laughs> okay, hold on. Somebody IMDb that. <laughs> That's what I'm Sam's doing. Sam's on it. Get um, on it, Sam, faster. Yeah, she. I, was yeah. that right? Yeah, Agatha. All right, awesome. Yeah, she was wow. the baker. She was the baker girl in the Grand is, Budapest. Is that Hotel. the girl that gets with what's his face? Like that's like the main girl. Yeah. That gets with the. Okay. I've only seen movie once. Boy. Whoa! Yeah. Spoilers for that too, guys. Yeah, Come damn, on, all right. Oh what, what's that movie even about? Who knows? It's yeah, about, exactly. <laughs> it's about a big she, hotel. She's, she's not. She's not credited as in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh. Hmm. It said on IMDb. I saw it, but are you spelling I mean, her name I'm right? Looking through, I'm looking through her. Uh, it's spelled with every her. single vowel. Oh no! Never mind. I definitely missed it. She's. She's. Credited as Agatha. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the I, I, I skipped like. over I skipped over Muppets Most Wanted right to uh Justin and the Knights of Valor. <laughs> you know what, it's Sam, if you're uh if you're trying to establish yourself as our research guy, you're you're like you're you're one and oh on these episodes right now, buddy. <laughs> she she is fun fact about her, she's credited as an audience member in SNL from two thousand nine. Oh, do you Man. get a credit for that? Hey, one day we'll make it. So. Every time you show up somewhere, you get a credit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Speak. probably because it just rounds out your page. <laughs> yeah. Put that on your resume. He's probably looking to get that extra credit get part of the union, right? <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah. of rounding out your page, Olivia, why don't you tell us who you picked to play Brenda? All right. So um, for my Brenda, I picked Zoe Dutch. Dutch? Dutch? I think it's Zoe Deutsch. Deutsch. <laughs> Well, if you're it's pronouncing not... it the way it looks. Anyway, the point is that girl. Um, I just, <laughs> that bitch. Um, I think that she's still she young enough to play that role. I think she still has a very, like, innocent baby face look. And then if you've seen things like Zombieland, like the second one, I think, you know yeah. she can do ditzy and, like, a little bit airheaded. Not the same mm-hmm. valley girl kind of thing, but you know she can play, like, that little cuckoo. Naive? Yes, yeah, thank you. Naive is a good word. English she can play peanut allergy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, but I think she'd be really good for it. Um, and she was really good in Set It Up in that like Netflix rom-com as well. Not the same sort of vibe, but I just like oh, her yeah. as an actress as well. So that's why I went with her. Awesome. Perfect. You know, I mean, hard to argue with any of that. Uh, <laughs> well, we're going to try. Yeah, <laughs> we're but, but try. buckle up. <laughs> No, I think the Zombieland 2 thing is a good example. Yeah, mm. this character is like, sorry, the character of like Brenda Strong is like, she's not in the movie for that long. She's important, like a very important plot character. Mm-hmm. But mostly she just uh, smiles and cries. Yeah. Uh, just two emotions. Which is, what my, well, yeah. which is what my Tinder yeah. profile used to say. Smiles and cries. <laughs> At the same time? Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah Happy the, every, every, the tears of a clown. Okay. Yeah, no, Forrester, you're you're totally right. Like it's not I know, I'm always right. Mm, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's not a super like there's not a lot of depth. There's not a lot of depth of the character yeah. as much. Except for like at the end where or not the end, but like when she when she betrays him basically, when she like tries to set him up at the airport. 
I, I would I would argue that she didn't betray him. I don't I mean, think she knew that, that 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 she was that she was probably pressured by uh, yeah. By I think Cara, she felt like either, either yeah. go to jail for aiding and abetting because you knew oh. money, or you uh, you go and do this this setup this statement. Right. Maybe I betrayal totally was did not read that as uh, her setting him up. I thought they just followed her because like obviously she like some random woman like she just got abandoned by her groom. And they're trying to track him down. He just followed her in secret because, you know, obviously that's a. Dead I giveaway. think she did know because at one point when he looked, he looks at her for the first time waiting inside the airport. An agent walks over and they like whispers something in her ear, mm-hmm. and she's like visibly nervous and like looking oh, around and I everything. I totally did not notice that part. I was probably mm-hmm. eating at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Those damn noodles. No, it's all good. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I think I like, she was in and out. Like, yeah, probably pressured. All that, all that happens off screen. Like it happens between scenes, so we don't know how they coerce her or whatever. It's oh. ambiguous. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really tell. Like, he didn't really tell her the full extent of why they were looking for him. So they no. were probably. I mean, no, Tom Hanks probably wouldn't have lied to her. No, yeah, just say, hey, he's never. a con man. America's <laughs> yeah. dad would never. Yeah, <laughs> you know he does occasionally play other roles. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, doesn't happen. Even when he's acting, he's America's dad. Yeah, he always yeah. plays the father, though. That's yeah. uh, hold on, Woody. I mean, yeah, Woody's I kind know. of a daddy, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Woody? Do you mean like from Toy Story? Did he voice yeah. Buzz? No, it was Buzz. Wait, who was he? No, he voiced. Uh, he voiced Woody, and then Tim Allen was Buzz. Uh, yeah. Hey, oh yeah. Tim, Tim Allen, America's racist uncle. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> Somebody's dad. <laughs> but yeah, like Woody was kind of like the like the dad of the toys, right? He was. Yeah, father figure. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll give and you two listeners. Like, tell me, tell me a role in which in which Tom Hanks did not play a dad. Uh, or like a father. No, like a father figure. He had a child, Forrester. Yeah, yeah. but he was literally Perfectly. a dad. He no, literally was, was a father. And <laughs> most of that movie, he was not a dad. Uh, big doesn't matter. Dad and big. That was it. Was a that's was true. A he was a kid. I, t- I tell you what, I haven't I haven't seen Big, so it doesn't count. Another <laughs> role, please. Tell me a movie <laughs> I've seen in which he doesn't play a dad. I'm I'm ignorant. You guys suck. <laughs> America. If I don't know about it, I can't confirm or deny, so fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, we'll anyway, get to him um, later. Uh, but Sam. yeah, Brenda's strong character is not, I guess, ironically named? I don't know. She cries a lot. She's like Brenda Meek. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brenda whelmed. Anyway, all to say, I thought uh, Saoirse Ronan was kind of like, uh, like, it's a great pick. There's no way she went ace. No, we're but, talking about... Yeah. Um, Zoe, Zoe Deutsch. Dutch. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, well, thank yeah. you. I think Sorcerer is also a great fan. <laughs> <laughs> Keep I up. Keep I, don't, up. I don't think that he could really go wrong. Like, I, as, like, as Forrester said before, like, Brenda Strong does not have a lot of depth to her character. In Like, I mean, like you, could, you could add more depth when you make the movie, but right now she doesn't. So, like, I don't know. You could probably pick. 50 different actresses that could nail the role. You know what? Give us an example, Sam. Tell us who you picked. <laughs> uh, Victoria Pedetri Pedretti. There you go. I was, yeah, like, waiting. I was go. like, I know you can get I, it. I, I, I tell you what the uh, the problem is, is that when I was writing down, I definitely missed an R. 
what I'd like to get my <laughs> And v- Victoria Pedretti, what's she from? Pedretti. Pedretti. I think, yeah. Uh, the Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Blind Manor. And tell us, tell us why you picked her. Uh, well, I so like I really liked her in both uh, Hill House and Blind Manor, and I feel like between the two roles she played in those, the, the kind of like sister shows, um, that she showed like very like a really cool versatility that she was able to play like uh, an innocence and naive character, which is what Brenda Strong is, while still being able to have more depth to her character, so she would be able to like given. I don't know, the choice director, that she'd be able to add more to the role. Okay, awesome. Because, yeah, like, it is, like, we, we've been saying, you know, be, um, there, there isn't a whole lot of the character, but I'm sure there was a lot, like, it's based on a true story. I'm sure there's a lot to work with if they wanted to. Exactly, yeah. It just wasn't focused on her. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not her story as much as she's a, a side character in, in Frank Abenale Jr. story. It's history. <laughs> yeah, not her story. You got it, Olivia. You tell them. Oh, girl power 2020. Okay. <laughs> Feminism. <laughs> God. God. Well, at least it's not us. <laughs> yeah, I was like, not a good movie if you want like a strong female character. Oh, yeah, not at all. No. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Margo? Mark? What's the, I can't remember the flight attendant first one. Marcy. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I got you. That was in my that was in my notes. <laughs> you cast for her, obviously. <laughs> Most important character. Now, speaking of important female characters, Forrester, who did you pick for Brenda? Okay. Well, now that I've spent so much time uh, oh I didn't criticize you. Actually, I, I support all of your picks. They're all great. This is not a hard role to pick necessarily. Uh, as long as you don't pick someone who's like dramatically older helen mirren meryl street <laughs> i said betty white but i was like i don't know if betty white can cry you know what though betty white would absolutely crush that role casting betty white in this role would change the dynamic of the film betty white and danny devito pairing of the century i done. know i love that <laughs> <laughs> oh, i gotta change all my picks out of people over like 65 just antonio banderas We've done this before. No, no, <laughs> everyone's Antonio Banderas. Keep Frank Jr. super young, like uh, like uh, Finn Wolfhard. Oh, oh <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> to emphasize that this kid is like 17 or 16. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think Finn's like 19 now. Yeah, yeah, they're old now. Old. Oh, too old quote. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throw him out. He's too old. Get okay, who's old. your who's your pick? We're so oh, off track. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, I went with someone whose name is easy to pronounce. Uh, mm-hmm. No offense, easy. everyone else. Emily <laughs> Emily Browning. Okay. Uh, from Sucker Punch, Series of Unfortunate Events, probably a bunch of other things that I just can't place. And she you know, played I've, Violet? I have, I, have, I have a question. Because like, I was looking through Netflix today because I was looking for movies to watch. Uh, is Sucker Punch a good movie? Because like, no. I was trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's... There are enjoyable moments of it. Yeah, the action's pretty good. But, but it's a weird movie. I, I saw think, it okay. when I was like 15, and I thought it was bad when I was 15. And it was just an action movie with yeah, like and, hot, hot ladies as the, as the main character. So it should have been a winner. A that should have been all the way down 15-year-old Chris's alley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But no, it's like I watched it and like, oh, this was lame and disappointing. Yeah. I think, Chris, you described it best when you said, I wanted to like it. Yeah, <laughs> it should have been good. That's what people usually say about Chris. Fuck, John Hamm's in the Ew. movie. Uh, anyway, she's also in, I think, uh, Pompeii? Darkness Falls? Darkness Falls, I know. Pompeii, like with I Kit saw Harrington? Pompeii. Again, yeah. not good. <laughs> but Kit Harrington. Again, wanted to like, it's like, Pompeii's like, oh, she's in American Gods. She's Laura Moon in American Gods. So, not oh, Okay, that's a good show. Yeah, anyways, versatile actress, and she has like the big eyes, and I think if you have her do less the staring look which seems to be like her trademark role her, yeah <laughs> i can stare at you really sadly it's like maybe just get her to be a little bit more uh normal and like <laughs> now could you turn down the oddball shit and just act like a normal person well she Perfect. has like a slim face and big eyes so they're just like yeah we'll cast you to do that <laughs> but she has like big cheeks like she has like like good um high cheekbones roundness yeah there so like it would still give that, she got um, that good roundness <laughs> no but like it gives that like young and kind of like that young like cutesy vibe yeah 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 exactly trust me guys i'm a makeup artist i know what i'm talking about okay See, we have a professional here yeah well, um <laughs> awesome i think about That'll probably sum it up for Brenda. Our next one to talk about now, we have the first uh, the first big name mm-hmm. character. I guess like the, the main cat. love interest. <laughs> the other main love interest. The <laughs> cat of the cat and mouse duo. Uh, Agent Carl Hanratty. And I picked Daniel Craig to play him. I don't tell, 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 tell us why you picked Daniel Craig. Yeah, first. tell us why you made that terrible decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, come why on do you swinging do the stupid at me. things that you do? Um, listeners, obviously they don't think that's a good pick. I'll tell you why. I think that he plays a really good detective character, like in Knives Out, and he doesn't have to do a southern accent, although I think it's very fun when he does. <laughs> it, it, I like it, his southern it, accent. It, it would fit your theme. Yeah, Daniel Craig is he's like the right age, and he could play like, like yes, he plays like super spy James Bond, but he could definitely play like also a more regular type of like federal agent character. I bet he could tone it down. I want to see him do that. See, I think he could, but I think that I've seen him too much as only James Bond to the point where like I can't visualize. Like I don't think he can be like pathetic enough or like. But he's not a pathetic character. I, he's a no, he's a good but age. like. He's behind a lot, I, and I don't yeah. think I don't know. I can't see. That. I, I'd want to see him turn it up. Oh, like in what way? Not be bubbling as much and be like a little just bit like more. just like straight to it and like James Bond is looking yeah, yeah, for yeah, this yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> that, I, would, that would be fucking scary. It would definitely <laughs> make whoever you pick for Frank Junior like seem that much better because he's being chased by James Bond, who seems to luck his way. He just everything. beats the shit out of Frank Junior. <laughs> 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 Starts pulling fingernails and waterboarding the kid. Fucking hotel window. (laughs) Yeah, the scene where he first meets him and he pretends to be an FBI agent, like Daniel King just like smashes through the window and like tumbles. He's like, Where is he? Yeah, he parkours onto his throat. He wouldn't have gotten through two sentences if that was Daniel Craig James Bond. I tell you what, it would would make a lot of sense if um, Michael Bay filmed this movie. Someone put Optimus Prime in this film immediately. Yeah, yeah I have just like Optimus just like just like Junkie would like. Ready? <laughs> like, like in, in, in that, that secret... Frank Junior is Optimus Prime. 
He's a robot in disguise, guys. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the Secret Service scene, like, you just, like, jump out the window, hop in a car, and you go on this awesome car chase where shit would just blow up left, right, and center. But it would be historical. Yeah, it yeah. wouldn't be as true to the real story. Anyway, no. okay, fine. I'm going to stick with my Daniel Craig pick, but Olivia, tell us who you picked uh, so, to play Agent Hanratty. Um, I went with someone that you I, I mean, I personally don't hear of often, um, but I went with Damon Wayans Sr. And no disrespect, okay. I think he's just, you know, older than me, so I don't watch his stuff. Um, but I actually, <laughs> I actually just finished watching Lethal Weapon on Netflix. And I really, oh my God, it was so great. But I really liked his character in that show. He played Detective Murtaugh, and he was such, like, a competent detective. He was good at his job, but he did have that, like, fumbling aspect that Carl Hanready does kind of have. And I also think the mannerisms between that character and, like, the way Tom Hanks plays Carl are very, very similar and then also, like, lastly, I just think that that cat and mouse that, like, you would, you know, reference, Chris, um, in Lethal Weapon, like, Dame Wayne Sr. kind of has that with his partner. So I know that he could definitely do it with Frank Jr. Because it's almost the same sort of dynamic where he's, like, trying to reel him in. He can't control him. He's never, you know, two steps ahead. He's always two steps behind and just a little bit hectic for him. There is a lot of, like, face palming. Ah, oh, come on kind yeah. of moments for him which he does have like in that in that show exam for example as well so i think that is actually a, a pretty good pick and damon wayne seniors he's he's a fun like he's a funny guy too he's so hilarious there could be like it's not like it's not a funny character in the movie but no. he could deliver the lines he's, in he's a funnier good. way it would he's be good for like a quick know. laugh I don't know. Carl Carl Hanratty had like a really good one. <laughs> you want to hear, 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 hear a joke? You want to hear a joke? Knock knock. Go fuck, <laughs> fuck yourself. <Yeah. laughs> I think Damon Wayans would absolutely knock that yeah. one the park. Like he would crush that. I was yeah. just about to say that. Like same thought where I was like, just that one line. Like yeah. you can picture it so vividly. His delivery yeah. would be on point. Yeah. Yeah. And Hanratty, I, I think. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, honestly, like, when you guys asked me about this or when you asked me about this, Chris, like, I was watching Lethal Weapon at the time, and that was the first pick I made because, like, I was like, this is perfect. Yeah, Nobody but, would top this pick. I think Ben Maddie actually is, like, the most comedic character in this. He's not, like, outwardly, like, he's not goofy, but he's always playing the stooge in a way that, like, I think works really well um, yeah. for that pick. I was just thinking Donald, uh, sorry, Danny Glover, like, from the original Lethal Weapon. Oh, okay. You know, there's nothing that says this character has to be, like, young at all. Like, he yeah. can be quite old. <laughs> like, That's on the hilarious. verge of retirement, and he's trying to track down this guy. It might like, work. This is my last case. I just want to get to retirement. I was two days too old. Old. retirement. I'm too old <laughs> yeah. for this shit. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, so that that was my, uh, yes. that was my pick. Awesome. Sam, tell us who your uh, agent, Agent Carl, is. Oh, I went. Uh, I went with Christian Bale. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I like him a little I think, bit. I think he's scarier. Been, oh, one hundred percent. I'm definitely going for more of a thriller yeah. vibe with uh, so with this. He's being he tracked like, by uh, either James Bond or Batman. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Or you Patrick Bates. By Batman. Oh, <laughs> die. But anyways, I like. I think Christian Bale has like the dedication to put on the weight to get like the perfect dad bod for the movie. <laughs> The perfect dad bod. The perfect yeah. dad bod is actually what my Tinder profile used to say. <laughs> Poor Alex. Your smiles and cries. Yeah. <laughs> smiles and cries, dash, perfect dad. Nailed it. No, you're right. I mean, Christian Bale's an awesome actor. 
Um, it does the dynamic of the film quite a bit, though. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, that was that was the point of my casting. Like I, you know, it was very like, catch me if you can. It's a fun movie. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like you could turn it into like more like right now. It's kind of like a kind of like a fun comedy adventure thriller ish. Buddy cop film almost. Somewhere, yeah. Whereas like this would turn it. I'd still I'd still want to have some like some lightness to it, but it would turn it into more of a thriller and lean, lean more to that side. Yeah. No, that's that's. That's interesting. I think that is a good pick as well. Yeah, he is a, a lot more serious. But the thing is, I do like I. It's true. I've never seen Christian Bale in really anything comedic, but I feel like he might be able to pull it off. I um, think he could. I think he he could do the delivery. Yeah, I was thinking of a uh, Reign of Fire when you first mentioned him. Great movie, definitely. I mean, it's a little older, but like he does play a lot more of a serious character, not someone who's yeah. like incredibly competent. But, like, good enough kind of thing. I mean, in Batman, he does play the world's greatest detective. So. (laughs) (laughs) He does hack everyone's cell phones. Yeah, if only Agent Hanratty had that, he would have found uh, Frank Jr. in fucking three minutes. He just tweets (laughs) his own Alfred. That was the problem. That was the issue. Oh. (gasps) Um, Tom Hanks is Alfred. That'd be good. Oh, but can he do a British accent? a bad British accent. (laughs) <laughs> that's true i'm sure it's probably can. fucking atrocious <laughs> it's uh, a bloody awful accent mate i think tom hanks is almost too american to do a good british accent yeah. like i think it would just still come through tom hanks is an apple pie baseball game <laughs> he is he really really is um but speaking of good actors for this role, how about you give us yours, Forrester? Oh, okay. So I went, I was thinking a little bit more, uh, it's a stiff office worker. He's still fairly active, but a little bit more, yeah, always two steps behind. And I was like, well, office worker, two steps behind. I went with another, I guess the fun dad, Steve Carell, America's mm. fun dad. Oh, awesome. America's yeah, yeah, fun yeah. uncle. Yeah, no, I, yeah, that's true. He's not the weird uncle. He's the fun uncle. <laughs> the fun uncle. Well, he, he, he could he could be the weird one. I mean, it's kind of yes. He he definitely has some versatility. Um, what was that I mean, if you've called? seen Get Smart, Smart, then it's Catcher. perfect. Yeah, uh, dinner mean, dinner with schmucks. Oh, uh, dinner for yeah. schmucks. Yeah, that movie actually un- unimpressed me. I remember hating that movie up until the end, and then being okay with it. <laughs> but I have never watched it since I saw it in I think theaters. I don't know why. Probably the only thing playing. Because <laughs> you didn't like the movie. <laughs> yeah. I waited. Um, I waited till it was on Netflix. Yep. I think I rented it years ago. Ooh, Ooh that's like old. from a movie store. Back when you could do that. Yeah. Back when video flicks went under. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Steve Carell seems like that seems like a great choice. Like. He is a really funny guy, but he can play more serious too. Like yeah. he he was more serious in in Foxcatcher uh, from a few years ago. Like he was in this movie yeah. called Date Night, and that was like him and Tina Fey a number of years ago, so where he funny. like is funny but plays like just a regular kind of guy, not like also, a Michael Scott. Yeah, 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 he doesn't play like a, a nut job. And I think that's kind of the aim. I think I'd aim for because I mean Space Force. I don't know if it's still running or not, but oh, great show. Um, he does play that a little bit stiffer character. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that's like a good example too. And he is a lot more, 
yeah, like I said, it's not bumbling. It's just a few steps behind kind of thing. He's competent, but not on the same page as everyone else. Kind of, yeah, kind of, I mean, like, yeah. kind of like Gru from uh, Despicable Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine the entire movie in that accent? I would watch that You'd film. You'd be oh. cackling, laughing the entire time. You couldn't take it seriously at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say it would ruin this movie, but <laughs> I ruin this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a great pick, Forrester. And on that note, we're going to take a real quick break, and then we'll be right back with all of our picks for the main character, Frank Abagnale Jr. And we are back. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed their break. I know I finished my thousand page treatise on uh, cartography. Um, it's mostly pictures. I, that that makes sense. I also, I, I spent my like five minutes by breaking into Chris's house and burning his thousand page uh, well, piece of cartography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you get to my apartment or my house? Wait a minute. <laughs> I guess apartment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't recognize anything or anyone who was in it. So, you know, it could be anything, really. <laughs> took him four hours to get to Toronto. I definitely <laughs> burned a really big book. <laughs> that was the Book of Secrets from National Treasure 2, Forrester. Oh, I'm going to kid out the President of the United States. What a classic. <laughs> I snuck into... Well, I, I'm not going to say that on air. I might get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> don't incriminate yourself. Statute of limitations yeah. has not uh, gone over. No, uh, it has not been 70 years. <laughs> Speaking of doing crimes, let's talk about... See, there's an actual good segue for everybody. That's your, yeah, that was your best one yet. I think. like the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Is your um, name Job? Because that's a good segue. Uh, uh, this is why we have this guy around he's on fire tonight yeah. so is your house apparently <laughs> oh no <laughs> look I burned books did, did I miss really, something right? <laughs> I don't know Sam you miss a lot bud but it's okay yeah, we still love you I don't know like I'm sorry I'm, I'm distracted I'm sitting next to this guy who's been curling up he's been snoring and oh. uh, Sam's dog take a screen and, just, and just farting Yes, he is a lot. A sweet, sweet little co-host. <laughs> we are talking about the dog. <laughs> Sam, my sweet, sweet little co-host. <laughs> anyway, Frank Abagnale Jr., this semi-professional con man who charms the pants off of multiple people, stewardesses mostly, um, yeah, one nurse. Off stewardesses. Um, I have playing him in my new 2020 version of Catch Me If You Can, Timothée Chalamet. It's Timothée. <laughs> Whatever, fuck you. <laughs> I hate his name. Yeah, I kind of hate it is, yeah. Timothy Chalamet because oh. he looks so smug all the time. Yeah. But he is a very, very good actor. And in the way I kind of think about it, it's like he is so good at just disappearing into a role in all these wildly different movies he's in which is kind of what Frank Jr. does in this movie. He just disappears into a role, becomes someone else. Like he is, you know, he's acting as other people. Southern accent, yeah. <laughs> he could Timothy, do it. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, like, he was in Call Me By Your Name. He's going to be in upcoming Dune. He's, like, one of the main guys in that. He was also in The King, 
which was on Netflix, uh, came out like last year or whatever. And he played King Henry V in their adaption of like Shakespeare's Henry V, basically. And he did such a good job as this like medieval English king. It was a great movie. I really liked it. And like so different than, especially something like Call Me By Your Name, which is a wildly different type of movie. <laughs> but I also, like Timothy Chalamet, guess how old he is? Isn't he like 28? Forrester? But, Sam, how old do you think he is? He's under 30. I'd say uh, 22. Oh, no. 20. I'm going to go with 28. I'm gonna... <gasps> He's 24. Ah, He's closest 24. Closest going over. So <laughs> he can closest, play actually. a young guy who looks older than he is, much like Leonardo, Di- like Leonardo DiCaprio is playing a young guy who looks older than he is. He actually does look older than he is. I, I thought he was at least like 27 or 28, 29 as well. I thought he was older and I found he was only 24. I'm like, holy shit. I just, I think, and I saw this on, you know, the Twitterverse, someone said he looks like a Victorian child that's constantly suffering from influenza. Yes, and I think, like, as a personal thing, I just can't get past how he physically looks. And I it's, think if he like, put a couple more sense. pounds on, like, ate lunch once in a while, maybe, he'd fill up. I feel up. like he's also, like, 5'6". He's 5'10". I looked it up specifically. He is 5'10". <laughs> he's not a short person. But I just think he's such a good actor yeah. that he would he could act like play this con man character so well and all the different personas he plays. I think he okay. nailed that. I I do agree with that. Would he have to get a haircut? Yes, a little bit. But that's, like, the that's the thing that I I'm like you know he's the person that I wouldn't recognize him in any movie. Like recognize it's the same person across all of his casting except for the hair. And I'm like, oh, it's him. <laughs> he, he would I get think a haircut, but like. Frank Jr. has long enough hair that it's slicked back most of the movie. Like, to do his hairstyle, you have to have long enough hair to begin with to just slick it back. Yeah, it's great hair. But yeah. I just think he looks so, like, clean cut that, like, he would need to... Yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah. like Forrester's... Yeah, Pointing sorry. Everyone right listening, I was pointing at my hair. <laughs> it my is, hair a, clean, like it is a clean cut character, though. Yeah. You know, because... So, Timothy Chalamet, you know, just make do the makeup and, and the hair design, whatever. Yeah. I think I think he'd do a good job, even though I think he's got a smug little look on his face all the time i think he i think he'd knock it out of the park as a character yeah. i think we all agree on that i think like hollywood agrees on that and that's why they just cast him things because like he's that's so perfect. punchable <laughs> yeah but then but then is it sorry because like i i don't i honestly haven't seen anything that he's been in so i'm not super familiar. oh he's in little women as well he's yeah. in the newest little women so like i like i like, i, I just looked him up online and I'm seeing a picture of him. Like, would you no. not dislike him? I, I totally agree with where it coming from. from I mean, like he, 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 because, like, Frank needs to be a likable character. Yeah. He needs to have almost, like, a, um, a vulnerability to him that he's a kid. Like, I think that's the biggest thing about the character, that he's a kid. And you have to be like, holy crap, this, this child is doing these things. And I yeah. think, like, you're right, Sam. Like, with him or, like, you guys saying he's punchable, you'd be like, man, I hope... Like it's because he he's looks a child, so smarmy like in interviews, but he's also an actor. He could play like a softer type. Like he, here's the thing: I don't think he's actually a shithead. I watched an interview <laughs> with him. He seemed very like hey. like outgoing and nice and stuff like that. He, he just really has nice like those sharp yeah. cheekbones where he looks like a yep. young Tom Hiddleston. He's like, got great cheekbones. They are to he die does. For. He's he's a very handsome guy, so he could definitely do the bit where he has to like romance women. And I only think he's, I think he's looks punchable because he does this weird kind of like blue steel smile. Does it like all of his, like, mm. he does a duck face smile on so all of his fucking like, is, photos. 
You're going to get him to do like less acting kind of thing and be more his natural self and that'll make him more likable. Yeah, don't like pretend like you're on a red carpet. Just act like a regular Point next door, day to day guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like a 17 year old that just hooked up with a 1960s stewardess. Hell yeah, baby. Fired up. That's the dream, boys. Guys, that's the time machine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or, or just a 17 year old that's hooking up with geriatrics. <laughs> <laughs> a real Denny Moore Ashley Kutcher scenario. Yeah, you know. Each their own. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I know it was sort of a, um, I get, oh, I can't, can't I, think of the word, but that was a definitely a, a hard fought pick for me. One of my first ones <laughs> where I had to really like dig deep on why I thought he could do the role, Chris and that's really fine, you know. Yeah. Tough. Um, Olivia, hopefully you get less criticism from these two fucking <laughs> vultures down here. I think that I will because I'm perfect and everybody knows it. Um, but Confident. primarily, no, nice honestly, for me, this, this felt really, really obvious. And maybe that's just me. Fuck me, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, but so I was a going between, I chose Logan Lerman. I was going between Logan Lerman and Dylan O'Brien. But because uh, like, I think Dylan O'Brien, he looks young, even though he's older. And I watched Teen Wolf because I'm a nerd and he, his character in that is very, very like slick. He's very quick. He's very witty. So I think he had that, that charm about him. But then what caught me is that I was like, I just don't know if I've seen an emotional range from Dylan O'Brien. And he was in like, what's that movie? The American, uh, he's like an assassin. It just came out. Um, um, American. Yeah. With, with Michael uh, Keaton. He like trains him. You guys know what I'm talking uh, about. And the fucking, oh, the guy from Into the Wild. Whatever. But anyway, so I'm like, we're so good at this. (laughs) I I was like, I don't know if I've seen the emotional range from him, but the thing about Logan Lerman is that like, and you know, TBT to like Percy Jackson series, which those movies sucked, but he played a clever character really, really well. And then you see a movie like Perks of Being a Wallflower and like that man can turn on the waterworks like you wouldn't believe. And I thought that like, as soon as I thought about the scene where he like breaks down in the check printing factory, I was yeah. like, Logan Lerman would kill that. Like he would absolutely knock it out of the park. A good crier. And so, yeah. So I was like, <laughs> he definitely has like the emotional range from one end to the other. And then he's still like, he's definitely older now, I, but I, I think, I, you know what? Dye his hair, cut it a little bit. He would look Just good. get him to shave. And I think you're good actually. Yeah. I uh, I found the name of the movie that you were searching for, the assassin one that you said was like American something. Yeah, it's called American Assassin. Damn it! I was right <laughs> there. I had a feeling that I was like, it just seems. Like I knew it's something. Assassin like American Hitman. The, the North assassin North of America. Uh, English isn't my first language. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank no, you, Sam. So, yeah, that was he's been in that and stuff like that. But yeah, so I went Logan Lerman. I am a diehard. Logan Lerman. Uh, you know, he actually right? he came across my uh, my desk as well, and uh, I thought about it, but I'm like, I don't know enough about him as uh, like you do there to mm-hmm. to pick him. But I definitely considered him for me. Like, yeah, I know that guy. I, I know too much him. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> too much. She can't <laughs> unknow what she knows. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think that's awful. a solid choice. I had a I had like a tough time. I always have a tough time finding like young actors. Um, and like for a while I was, I was debating whether or not I should cast Tom Holland, uh, mm, because like, he, he, like the obvious, you know, actor that can play 17 to 25, that, uh, but, but I didn't feel the so, but like I had a tough time. I, I did not cast him because I don't think 
that Tom Holland can do swap. I don't like he could he could be he can be accepted. He's dropping that conference. He could he can be like he can be charming, but I think he like he's too quirky to play Frank. Mm. I, I agree with you a little bit there. Like I see yeah. where so you're you, coming so from. So that's why you didn't pick Tom Holland? That's that's why I did not so, pick Tom Holland. Yeah. I, when I, went I said with, I went with Joe I went with Joe Keery. Oh Steve, awesome. Steve from Stranger Things. Yeah, I, I picked yeah. him on the last episode, another episode. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I picked yeah. him recently as well. It's all a blur, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. everything blends together. But uh, but yeah, I think that uh, that he he's definitely within the kind of ambiguous range to play somebody who's believable as uh, a 17 or 18 year old, but that could also pass for late 20s so that he'd be able to play like the same, like, pretty much the same role. That, yeah. He needs uh, a haircut a super... first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. He needs a bit of a haircut. But you think you no, that's all of his power. If you cut his hair, all of his power goes away. <laughs> <laughs> Samson, that's good. Bible yeah. jokes. <laughs> for all you biblical fans. You think you think Joe here you could play a super suave like con man? I I do. I th- so I. It's kind of what his character was in like the first few episodes of Stranger Things in the first season, oh, before before he, before he went through some uh, character development and he found out that he was kind of like a bubbling a bumbling buffoon. I'm going to slightly slightly disagree with you. I just think he was a bit of a douche, um, to be honest, as opposed to like smooth. It was like that popular yeah. high school boy thing, which like yeah is smooth, but like it's high school boys. Yeah. They're all just stupid, quite frankly. Um, yeah, but is but I also don't know if he's like, and maybe this isn't just me being like, this is my girl stuff. I don't think he has, maybe like character-wise he could do it, but for his look, I couldn't see him pulling it off. Like he just, but, I don't see him you being don't want. Like, if like you, if kind you, if, of good looking. If, you, if you've seen Frank Abinadel Jr. in real life. Yeah. He's not, not, I think we talked about this earlier. He's not crazy good looking. <laughs> he needs to be somebody who's also like ambiguous looking. He's, you know, five, five, ten white with brown hair. That's yeah. yeah. I think he's the guys in America. I think he's attractive I enough. He's to like <laughs> with the oh well, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely fair. Like I, I, Joe Keery's great. So yeah, it would be good. fun to see him do the role at least. Yeah, if he did a good job of it. Yeah, yeah. and I think, but I mean, but I mean, also fun fact like. Uh, Frank Abagnale Jr. didn't think that Leo was going to do a good job playing him. He didn't think that he's going to be suave enough, and then he just got blown mm. away. So, like, I, I, I have faith that Joe Keery has that uh, that suaveness in his back pocket. I would well, be, Sam. I would be intrigued to watch it. Like, I would give it yeah. a chance. I wouldn't write it off. Yeah, him, him making Christian Bale chase him around the country. Yeah. I, was yeah. about to say, I was like, I think Joe Keery can do like scared very well, which I think that's true. The character doesn't ever really show fear. It could be a good touch to have it in there, especially that uh, what the second or third uh, Christmas Eve phone call. Yeah, when he where really he, like where he breaks down on the phone crying. Yeah, and he just wants to like quit and then have him quickly turn and be like, no, it's it's fine, it's fine, and like kind of pretend it off. Yeah. I think that phone call with Christian Bale looking kind of smug on the other end would be uh it's a good scene to have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it works. Different reasons, but it definitely works. Yeah, for sure. Now, Forrester, 
tell us who you picked for Frank Jr. and make sure we believe it works. Or else. So I thought I thought sure everyone was going to pick Tom Holland for this. I anyways, so I didn't end up with Tom Holland despite the fact that, you know, I think he could do it and I wanted to vary our picks a little cuz otherwise we're going to pick Tom Holland for like every movie. Um, <laughs> and I almost did Chris, you mentioned the boys earlier. I almost did Jack Quaid from that as well. Oh, he's great. Cuz he's he's just the right amount of kind of cocksuredness. Yeah. That I think he could pull it off, right age and everything like that. Now he maybe look a little too old to be in high school. It's hard to say. Yeah. So, anyways, those are the two I didn't pick. So the third I did pick, and I picked Josh Hutcherson. Oh, and oh yeah. I I don't. I mean, full disclosure, I don't tear. Well, I didn't terribly like him all that much for most of his roles, but I think he <laughs> has the right. Uh, I think he can act well. I just. Similar, like similar to Timothee Chalamet, I <laughs> I find his face a little punchable. Yeah, uh, that's a personal thing. I mean, Timothee definitely has a punchable face. Yep, nobody's arguing there. Josh is more of just a personal thing that I have. Uh, but I think he could play that. Like he can definitely do more baby face. But if you let him, like, I don't know, slob it up a little bit, he actually does resemble. Uh, Frank Jr., like the real Frank Jr., a lot more. Oh, okay. um, you know what's really interesting, though, Forrester, is you're, I'm thinking about it. And Josh Hutcherson, if you remember, what was it, the second or maybe the third Hunger Games movie, when like when he's playing PETA, PETA is this like smooth, quick on his feet, like very, very clever um, like contestant or whatever. They, what do they call them? Who cares? Tribute. Anyway, that's the one. Um, <laughs> I was like, who cares? <laughs> But, like, when he slips in, like, oh, the baby, and it makes the whole pregnancy thing, like, I think he could be oh. very, very good with, like, the lying and being, like, a little bit, like, suave and shady. Thinking right? on his feet. Yeah. yeah. But you can also do, if you think, okay, we're it's always the Hunger Games. If you think back to the, like, first one, too, he does that kind of a little bit more naive. Yes. Yeah, he definitely so, like, he can do the young role, like, young yeah. Frank Jr. Well, they're all young Frank Jr. Younger Frank Jr. When he's, like finds his mom with uh the president of the rotary club and he's just yeah. like kind of like shy and like head down and being like well he's like pissed quiet. he's upset and trying not to like make a scene because yeah. he knows what's going on because he's very perceptive exactly so i think he could do that quite well like i said i i think he's a really good actor maybe a little underused but he's the mm. kind of person that if you dress him up he looks super sharp and if you Oscar have him in like yeah, if you have him grow his like facial hair out, it's super patchy and kind of gross looking. But I think that could do a broken uh, Frank Jr. very well as well. Like when yeah, he's like later that, in the movie uh, when he gets yeah, arrested. Exactly, like he could nail that. Um, plus, he I I mentioned that he like sort of looks like Russell Crowe. And I'm like, eh, they're both stocky, kind of broadish build. Yeah, and I mean, and talking about talking and, about disappearing yeah. into a a character. PETA turns into like a rock or a tree in the first Hunger Games when he does the face moss. paint. So yeah. he can he blend in with his moss. surroundings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that says something for he's an actor playing a yeah. different role. <laughs> to be fair, I think Josh Hutchison would pull off a pilot outfit really well. I mean, like he'd oh probably look sharp God, as hell. Yeah. yeah. I think, here's the thing is that he generally like he can clean up very well. When, yeah. Like when it's time to do so so i think he could do that very well mm-hmm. yeah but i think more than dicaprio he can do the reverse as well where he can, he can look looking like a normal person yeah a little bit more 
Yeah. Could Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio sure. even grow facial hair when he was filming that movie? Like, yes. Well, no, I mean, not really, but yeah. You know. <laughs> he was no, like 28. But... Like, could yeah. it be done? Leonardo DiCaprio grew his first mustache like three years ago. I think so. It took him 20 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So that will sum it up for all of our recasting. Now, Olivia, since this is your first time guesting on the show, mm-hmm. I will uh, explain the next part. Uh, and I think it's the part that everyone really enjoys the most. <laughs> What we're going to do is we'll each uh, quickly go through our lists again, and then everyone else will decide if that new cast makes an as good, a worse, or a better movie than the original one. Comprende? Got it. No problemo. Comprendo. I will, uh, I'll start with mine, then you guys can let me know if uh, if I did a good job or not. Cool. (laughs) You crave our validation. Absolutely. Haha, <laughs> words of affirmation. So yeah, we have Frank Sr. played by Michael Keaton, Brenda played by Saoirse Ronan, Carl played by Daniel Craig, and Frank Jr. played by Timothée Chalamet. <laughs> Timothée! Timothée. You guys can tell me if it's as good, worse, or better than the original cast. So, actually, I don't know. Good contribution, Sam. I think for me, it's hard to visualize those people having the chemistry because I've never seen it. So that's why I'm going to go worse. Ooh, a tough, our very first ever worse. (laughs) Sorry. Maybe we're just too nice. Maybe that's yeah. Maybe we're 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 definitely too nice. We just all have real world kids. We're just all great, friendly people, and Liv is not. (laughs) No, and you know, you just met her, and you already know that, and I've known her for my entire life. So you know what? Someone's got to bring the dreamers back down to earth sometimes, guys. You know what? To be fair, this was the one that gave me the most trouble out of any other movie we've done so far. So, and I'm surprised by that. This feels like something that I thought you'd like nail because it's like. For, and I think, like I said, I think you your first two picks were like, like Shershe, what's her name? Shasher. Shersha Ronan. Shemina I think she's actually would be underused in this movie because Brenda doesn't do like as yeah. much acting, like a whole lot. Um, and I think Keaton for um, Senior, Frank Senior is like a really, really solid pick. Um, Thank you. But then it's, it's those, seeing those other two work, um, it's hard to say. I think, Timothy is the tough one where I'm just having a hard time picturing it, but yeah. he could still pull it off. And he does look like the right age, as well as, like you said, someone who could be suave if he, yeah, tough, tough, tough. Um, I'm going to say, I'm also going to say not as good, but that's mostly because I just don't want uh, Daniel Craig to do another Southern accent. You're <laughs> a bad man. Daniel I Craig's know, Southern I'm accent's sorry. amazing. Um, but like I said, you got fifty percent. Like nailed it. <laughs> hey, that's a pass. Kind of a pass. D's get degrees, baby. That's what they say. I went. That was Chris's so, motto. So I, I, I've had, I've had some time to think. Um, and I would say, like, if you're going for the same feel as the, as what the movie is now, uh, that you probably, you're probably going for worse. But if you do. If you go for more like a thriller or like action thriller, then I think yeah. you got a at, at least an as good. I was about, I was just, when you said that, go for something else. I was like, Chris, if you aim this to not be like, not a fun kind of comedy action thing, but like a serious dramatic film. Yeah. 
all of those people are like would be able to nail it you could still have them be suave but everything like all those beats that you get through the movie that are supposed to be kind of like downers but then he's off to the next adventure would stay kind of downers in a way yeah, yeah. i'm gonna I change my to shit add... to bed this time around <laughs> yeah i'm I'm gonna change sam I, I i think i agree with you there i i'm gonna change mine to as good if it's not meant to be like a fun watch kind of thing that's a weird way to put <laughs> if it you don't but... look, if you don't have fun while you're watching it it'll be the same well, you know if you want a dramatic <laughs> film that makes you realize like oh crime doesn't pay and like Sometimes it's just about like getting on with your like, life, etc. But I, but I also, I also think like the movie could still have fun, but it would have to have more of like a thriller tone to it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Zombies yeah. and graveyards, breakdancing, got it. <laughs> yeah. All right, now Olivia. Uh, okay. I've taken my beating here, and I've really been humbled. So um, it's your turn. I could never be humbled. It's just not in my nature. Uh, so it's all good, guys. Um. So. <laughs> For Frank Sr., I chose Henry Winkler. For uh, Brenda Strong, I chose Zoe Dutch. For uh, Carl Handratty, I chose, uh, who did I choose? Damon Wayans Jr. And Senior, Senior, not Senior. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious, though. And Makes then a difference. For, for Frank Jr., I chose Logan Lerman. You know, I think, I think it's probably as good because you did a better job at this <laughs> than I did. I just really um, like this movie. Those characters definitely, yeah, those, those actors definitely work better for those characters. Like, I'm seeing kind of a more of a one-to-one trade because I've also... Yeah, I it, tried to keep it really, really, like, on par with the feel of the movie. Yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> Your best. Your yeah. best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I'd, say, I'd say it's good. Those are, those are good picks. Like, all, all, all fun... Uh, talented actors who can definitely take over those roles pretty well. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to say, like, as good. Oh, as good, but definitely not a commercial success. It's like a like, straight-to-Netflix film. I, yeah, as I say, I think uh, Catch Me If You Can, even though, like, it did have the, a lot of those names, like, the main names were big names at the time. And I think yours just doesn't have that, like, same draw. That so punch. I think it would yeah. be a good movie. I just don't think that many people would go to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... See it on Tuesdays when it's half price. Which, now, please note, that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. I've said this about Sam's movies time, time and time again, where it's like... Mine would rock. It's a good movie. It's just not something I'd necessarily go see. And then I'd probably catch it later and be like, oh, that was a really good movie. I don't yeah. know why I never saw it. Yep, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, we're not making blockbusters. Um, I honestly don't know. I'm not very familiar with any of the actors that you've chosen. I've How do you think we feel every week? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. I aim to confuse, and then you guys can't yeah. say it's bad because you don't know any better. Um, <laughs> hey, I know better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, you can, yeah, if you honestly hard, don't know. Hard to say. say. Hard, yeah. hard to say. You can yeah. just say good then. Don't worry about it. No, I don't think I can. <laughs> All right. We I got do that. Not, not in good conscience. That, and that's totally fine. We got two as goods. And Sam, for the first time, abstaining because not enough evidence produced by the guest <laughs> to convince him otherwise. Never coming hey. back. Hey. <laughs> The one-time guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you know okay. Screw the show. <laughs> no, I'm making no. my book club and know you were coming. <laughs> yeah. now, Sam, give us your list again, quick buddy, and we'll uh, 
do go through the same process. Well, of telling me that I'm worse. Hopefully like, not. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> uh, for Frank Senior, I cast Woody Harrelson. Uh, Brenda Strong is Victoria Pedretti. Pedretti. For Carl Han uh, Hanratty, I cast Christian Bale. And for Frank Jr., I cast Joe Curie. I'm going to come right and say it. I think if we're going for like a thriller style movie, I think this could be as good or like a little bit better if you're changing the vibe of the movie. Yeah. I, I think I, that would be a super, super fun watch. I agree with that. It's definitely a little darker, a little edgier, mm -hmm. but that would, that would do it. And that would be definitely as good. Yeah. Yeah. Just, a, um, just not as whimsical. I yeah. fully agree with that. So definitely. Yeah. Let's, yeah, I don't know. As I say, less fun of a watch. But it is less comedy, more, yeah, action thriller. I, I really like the idea of having Christian Bale as Hirati because he's just mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, this, it, it does make it a lot more tense. I like that. Um, and also, I think Woody Harrelson, even though I kind of like shit on you earlier, I think for that particular Sorry, movie. Sorry, my, my, my dog is screaming. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I'll just keep talking. You don't need to be in the room. It's fine. <laughs> oh, hi, Ricky. Come here. <laughs> I like Woody Harrelson in like every role he's in, to yeah. be honest. Well, we've already gone over your feelings of Woody Harrelson, so. Forrest or another as good from you? Uh, yeah, actually, so here's the thing. I'd say as good, but I'm more likely to probably watch Sam's all the way through the first time versus this movie. I don't think I actually watched it all the way through like the first two times because it is a long movie. It does drag a little. I think his mm -hmm. would kind of amp up that tension and yeah, it would keep yeah. you on your seat, and it would be three hours over before you knew it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And speaking of dragging a little, we'll get to your list now, Forrester. <laughs> uh, so quickly, you know, give us give us a quick breakdown again, I mean, and we'll I, give you our thoughts. I love the always save the best for last, but uh... <laughs> oh, should I go again? <laughs> uh -huh. oh well then i would still have to go after you <laughs> no, <it doesn't> <laughs> but if you could go that would be awesome yep sorry go. um sorry uh so for frank senior i have russell crowe uh brenda emily browning and randy i have steve carell and frank jr i have tom oh sorry i was about to say tom holland <laughs> josh hutchison again i think another solid like more yeah. close like one-to-one -one. i think that's I another another as good from me now, I think I'd probably, if I was going to do any direction on this one, I'd do the opposite of Sam's. I'd aim for more fun than, like, action. Yeah. I yeah. think with that cast, you'd have to, like, play up the whimsy a little bit. Because I can't see all of those guys, people, being super, super serious. So, for me, it's hard to choose, like, would this be better? Because I'm like, does it have the same feel? What are we going for? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing where I'm like, I think you could, because, like, the Frank Jr. character, I think he can kind of stay the same, but I think I'd probably amp up a little bit more, like, the fun of the other characters. And poor Brenda, oh, I'd give her some scenes that aren't her crying or crying. Yeah. Holy crap. A bit more crying to do. and then one time smiling. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <Oof. laughs> what do you think, Sam? Uh, Forrester, could you give me just a quick rundown of the, yeah. uh, just the, yeah. in the order? You don't need to go through the, the role they're in. Just the, Russell Crowe, Emily Browning, Steve Carell, and Josh Hutcherson. And you said that you're going to go for more of like a fun vibe to it? Yeah, I mean, the, the original movie has quite a fun vibe already, but I yeah. think I'd probably focus more on that and a little bit less on the kind of drama of it. Yeah, okay, like, yeah. yeah. I, 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 think, I think with that, especially with Steve Carell, because he's such a good kind of like, dad character but is able to play the the spy aspect of it 
that Definitely. particularly at like the ending of the movie would be made, a, I think, a lot. The ending of the movie would be better than the original. Oh. So for awesome. that, for that, for that reason, I think I think you have a better better pick. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, I wish you hadn't gone first. <laughs> These other two are going to just tear me down. <laughs> no, we said nice things. I said nice-ish things. I think I said it was like as good. Yeah, we said as good. Oh, sorry, mine worse because I just blew my Chris brains out on this one. Yeah. Olivia's well, as good. <laughs> Forrester's as good. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna, Chris, yours is like a Hail Mary. It could be amazing. Yeah, it, it could be. But. <laughs> it could be amazing, but like, I'm not paying to see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's the Oscar oh, wait, contender wait, you yeah. didn't hear about this year. That's true. Yeah, yours is Oscar bait. It could be like really big. No, that's right. And if it was golf, it would be... Ma- oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Great joke. <laughs> I think that, uh, that pretty much wraps up our, our film casting business here tonight. Uh, Olivia, I want to say thanks so much for coming on the pod as our first guest. Uh, we were excited to have you. It was, it was a lot of fun. We're, we hope you enjoyed your time hanging out with us and shooting the shit about movies. Yeah, no, nice it was a good you. time. Was, did you say it was nice to beat me or meet me? Meet you. <laughs> oh, I was like, wow, I didn't know it was a contest. Oh, yeah, yeah you this can, is always it a contest. It kind of is. We have a running tally. So Yeah, yeah our, uh, our fans yeah. doing the Wikipedia page. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, thank you so much for, for coming on and, and giving up part of yeah, your evening of for us. We had a lot of fun having you. We're hoping to have some more fun guests in the future. Obviously, you can only go up from here. We kind of started with a lower baseline and really want to improve. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be uh, like requested back for sure. <laughs> hey, I think I think that's probably likely. Um, like, anyway, I don't care what they request. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't I've listen to the listeners. Movies. They're the listeners, not us. Anyway, um, speaking of listeners, thank you everybody so much for, for listening and 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 sticking with us and enjoying our stuff please head over to twitter and instagram follow us at cinema swap uh olivia do you quickly want to shout out your uh your handle for the thing that you do yeah so i actually uh have a little side hustle i do bridal makeup um and like regular makeup but bridal's the side hustle my instagram handle is at living underscore in color um so color spelled the canadian way with a u with a u so if you want oh, go right. check that out i make people pretty um helps if they're already pretty but i can make anyone pretty so that's right just like good. hollywood movie magic um yeah, yeah so that that wraps it up here for us everybody thanks for listening and uh enjoy your movie watching bye 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 bye